Okay, so today in this episode, I want to talk about crisis planning and unemployment. There's a ton going on in the industry, the tech industry right now. There's a lot of companies laying people off. The economy is not doing very well. And so companies are getting lean and they need to make some cuts. And if you don't know someone directly, someone that you know probably knows someone directly, or you see all the like posts on LinkedIn, there's just like a lot of people struggling right now to get a job because they've been laid off. And of course, I was one of those people. About a month ago, I was laid off from my job along with, I don't know, like maybe 10% of the company. And it was unexpected and I was not prepared, especially given that it's like around holiday time. So it's the worst time to literally be unemployed because like this is the time where you want to spend money and do things. And as soon as like, as soon as I got the the memo that I was being like um, laid off, I immediately went into crisis planning and like crisis mode and just was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm going to be homeless. I'm going to be broke. I wasn't expected to be one of the people cut. You just kind of don't see that coming. But either way, it came. And immediately I went to the end. I'm like, I'm going to be broke. I don't have a place to live. None of this is actually true. But in my head, that's like directly where I went. And of course, my husband was like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Like you're going to get another job. But like for me, my biggest fear is being homeless and like not having a job. And I know a lot of that just stems from like my trauma and my past and like losing my mom at a really young age and like having to take care of myself solely. So I catastrophize a lot, which I work on in therapy, but also like knowing what it's like to to have to literally take care of yourself, like not have money for the rent or like not be able to buy your own food. Like that scares me. And so immediately I'm just like, what the hell am I going to do? And then I'm like, okay, what about my health care? Again, like this is the worst time to let people go because one, it's cold and then it's hot. So like people are getting sick and like COVID's still here and a bunch of other things. So like I am only going to have a month of health care. What the hell? And then my husband's on my health care. So now he has no health care. I mean, you know, it's just like a revolving circle. It's just like not fun. And then you have to like work out unemployment and like whether or not you're going to do Cobra and like Cobra is really useless because like it's too expensive. And then unemployment, like I live in Connecticut now. So I thought I had to go through Connecticut unemployment, but no, I had to go through New York unemployment because I was in New York for most of the time. Luckily, New York's process has gotten much better, but they ask for a lot (laughs) and I've never had to do unemployment before. Um, and it's like, it's just weird. So really just thinking about like, how am I going to get back on track? Not that I was off track, but like, how am I going to get back into the swing of things? Like, what am I going to do now? Like, okay, what do I need to focus on? Like the family is in crisis mode. I'm unemployed. We have bills to pay. And really, and, and, and what am I going to do with my next steps? Because I wasn't necessarily thinking of what is my next career step? So I wasn't prepared to like job hunt fully, I would say being let go. And I think that's been the most shocking thing. Just like the amount of work that's going into preparing to look for jobs. Um, 
So the two things for me mostly in this crisis planning is the job hunt and then the financial. I think as soon as we found out, the first thing was like finances, because at the end of the day, like we have bills to pay and jobs take time to find. And so immediately I just like went to our tracker and was like, what do we like, what can we cut? <laughs> like you got to cut something because if unemployment's only giving us $2,000 a month, right? That's like not even enough to pay rent. So I just started thinking of like, what's all the financial sources that we're going to have? Luckily, I'm getting a severance. So I have my severance and then I have unemployment. And so I'm calculating between those two things, how many months can I realistically be unemployed? Now, I like from my own track record, I've never been unemployed for a very long time. But given this like market right now, I was like very concerned that this would be the time where it could take three months. I know people were like, it's taken them six months. I don't know. So if it's taking people six months and it might take me six months, I don't have six months worth of money. So like the finances were really stressing me out. And I think that's where most of my crisis went. Like I'm pretty good at the job hunt side. It's just like a lot of work, but on the financial side is like where most of the anxiety came from. So Basically, we just were like, what are we going to cut? Like, what can we just not pay? And just like, whatever, we're going to have late fees on it. And then like, how much time do we have basically in between? And what else can we do? And then along with that, I just was like in my head a ton because these are the times where a fully funded emergency fund is very important. And I've known for many a years that emergency funds are like important but of course life gets in the way and I still don't have a fully funded emergency fund. And when, when like things happen, I mean, I did have, yes, I did have a good emergency fund, but then we just moved from New York to Connecticut two months ago. So a lot of our money went into us moving. And so we needed to restart. And of course I wasn't planning on losing my job. So like, even still, it's like, these are the times where I'm like, this is why it's important for you to have money sitting around in case something like this happens. So of course I was like beating myself up, you know, like, oh my gosh, why didn't you do X, Y, and Z? Why didn't you save more? Da, 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 da. Like, why did we go on that trip or whatever? But all of that is really irrelevant because at the end of the day, like it already happened and you just can't predict when like you're going to get laid off or like something happens or like an emergency happens. You just have to do better next time. So I know definitely for sure going into like this new chapter, like we're prioritizing like a fully funded emergency, like cash, like fully funded emergency fund, right? Because, and to keep it funded, even if we're doing things and to start saving for like other buckets, because it's really hard out here. Like this, this market is really bad. <laughs> like it's really bad. So let's talk about the job hunt. So like I've been saying, it's a completely different job market than it was like pre-COVID and like during COVID. So I feel like I've been out of the game for a while and like I literally forgot what I'm supposed to be doing in life. Like I'm going to just keep it 100. When you're, when you're like working and like you already have a job, you're doing things like day to day every day, but you're not like reflecting or at least I wasn't really reflecting on like what am I really good at like what are all my skills enough to like start pitching myself again and so I went through this like period of like imposter syndrome like am I even capable of working 
do I have any skills? Like, these are all like rhetorical questions that I was asking myself that like was dumb questions, because obviously, <laughs> if these were concerns, then I wouldn't be where I am in my career. But because I have to, I had to like now sit down, redo my resume, like I haven't updated my resume in two years or so. And then like make it basically recap what I've been doing for the past two years. Like it was starting to like really get to me because it wasn't as easy as like maybe I thought it was going to be because I had to really think about like from a high level, what it would, how am I summarizing everything that I've done in two years into like four very concise data driven bullets to put on my resume. That's going to be a very quick snapshot of like a very small piece of like what I can offer on paper. And so I kind of went about it like I would anything else, doing lots of outlines and research. <laughs> so basically, I just decided I'm going to redo my entire resume. And I'm going to, like, first, I'm going to look at some of the jobs that are available, see what I like about them, start capturing, like, some keywords and key lines from those resumes. Put in the, I'm putting them all in a doc. And then I'm going through my resume to see where I'm lining up and where I'm missing the mark. Because if I feel like I'm being rusty or if I feel like I'm rusty, then it's like, what skills do I need to build? And so this helped me identify any gaps in like software or like tools that I should or shouldn't be using, like different type of work that's associated with my industry. So like I work in tech so and I work in like growth marketing. So anything associated with growth or performance or like B2C marketing, I'm checking all of these new JDs, job descriptions to see like, where do I line up? Can I actually like qualify? And LinkedIn actually has this really cool feature where it kind of tells you if you would be a top applicant for a position and it'll tell you like if your skills match the skills that they're looking for. Like it's gotten really updated. So LinkedIn is like on fire right now, but I put a lot of like pre-work into actually doing my resume. And then I think when I sat down and like really rewrote it, it took me like two days to do. And those were like full days. And like, it was almost like a full work day because I needed the resume to be done before I started sending out, like before I started pitching myself again. Now I did take like a week off after being unemployed because I didn't, I just was depressed <laughs> and I'm still kind of depressed. But I didn't want to jump right back into looking for a job because I felt like I needed to recover from what just happened. But I also don't have the luxury to sit around for too long. So it was like a very weird balance. But I knew my resume needed to be updated. So that's what I did. And then as soon as I finished up my resume, I literally just started applying everywhere. Like I really believe in the momentum of energy and as many jobs that I feel I'm qualified for, I'm applying. Like I'm probably applying to like five jobs a day just to get that momentum going. Obviously not all hundred people are going to get back to me, but some will, or some will deny me. Like I got a ton of rejections. Okay, cool. But then I also got a ton of interviews and a bunch of recruiters just started reaching out to me. And I just feel like that momentum in the world, I don't know. I feel like it comes back and it's just like, it's easier for me to keep moving. And then I know like every day, these are the things that I need to do for my job hunt, which is only like two hours a day because it's the holiday and there aren't that many people posting jobs because the economy is in the shits. So like, 
you don't like there's only but so much you can do the only thing you can do is apply for jobs and wait to hear back so that's not a full day effort once you've done all of the pre-research and things like that so you know two hours a day roughly i'm checking linkedin i'm doing some of the other like websites i'm responding to emails i'm doing interviews i'm doing all of that and keeping the wheel going and then i'm just giving myself like a target like i i think that by the end of january I should have a full-time position, but like it needs to happen before March. Absolutely. Before like I go back into crisis and I don't know what we're going to do then to be honest. I'm just saying it's going to be a lot, but that's okay because life is rough. The market hates us, but tomorrow is tomorrow and we keep pushing through. Right? So I'm not going to be unemployed forever. You're not going to be unemployed forever. This market is going to get better. It might get worse before it gets better, but things will like even out and change eventually. And all we need to do is focus on the steps that we can control and just take it day by day. And as long as, as long as I look back and I know that I'm trying, that I've tried, then I'm good with myself. Like if I apply, if I applied to 200 jobs and like nobody got back to me, and I didn't change my, like, I didn't start looking into it and figuring out why, then it's my fault that, like, I haven't really progressed. But if I'm, like, constantly reflecting, like, let's say, for example, I've already applied to maybe, like, 50 jobs. If I heard from no one, I would be, like, something's wrong with my resume. Like, I'm not going to wait six months to figure that out because there's no reason why I couldn't even get like an initial interview. That's not the case that I'm in, but that's a really good example because I do have friends who have been unemployed for six months and haven't really gotten anything. And then the moment I look at their resume, I'm like, well, your resume isn't very good. And if this is like the first step in connecting with a recruiter or a hiring manager, like you're already blocked, like this isn't good. And so I don't want to do that. So I like to reflect and like look at the patterns. And right now my patterns are pretty good. Like I'm having a lot of people reach out. I've had like three or four interviews. I'm like progressing in different stages. Regardless if I get an offer or I do any of that, like there's momentum and it's positive and I'm doing everything that I can in my control. And I'm trying not to go the what if route because then we start, you know, we start going down a dark path and that's not necessary. So where am I at with my unemployment? It is the end of the year. People are away. I've kicked off the process. New York has come through. I'm getting my unemployment checks finally. We have redone our entire budget. We're following Ramit Sethi's like conscious spending plan. And of course I redesigned it a little bit because I'm a nerd, but like our finances are ready to go for 2024. We have an understanding of like on unemployment, what finances look like, when I get a job, how finances are going to look. And then six months after that, um, I have like built out a job application hub and in, in Notion so that I can like keep track of my notes and like interviews and things like that. And I'm spending the end of this year just decluttering, focusing and closing out the year reflecting and then I want to go into the new year like just it's a new fresh start like it's a new chapter again like we're we're on to the next thing and hopefully it'll be a better ride than the past month so 
that's all I have for you guys today in this episode. Um, thank you for listening. If you're listening, I hope there are people listening, but thank you. <laughs> I have been trying to do a podcast for a very long time and I've always struggled because I'm a perfectionist. So my, my, my other goal is to just get shit out and like, it is what it is and I'll just get better at it. So this was my like real first attempt at like not doing the most, just talking about a topic that is important to me right now and like really authentic and hopefully it resonates with whoever's listening and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.